you know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. It is Tuesday morning, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you exclusively by Fight Game Media. I'm your host for tonight, for today, whatever you're listening, James B. McDaniel. And uh, I am extremely excited to be able to talk to Kevin Ely, who was at all the shows this week, live in Texas. All the shows. So, Kevin, you drove down from Oklahoma. Yep. Did you like? Did you get there like just in time? How, how long a drive was it? Uh, it's about dynamite. It's a three-hour drive. Drove it's not bad. We get there early to avoid the traffic because Dallas ugh, horrible. It's Good. a nightmare. Rush hour. A nightmare. Yes. And Garland is like not really Dallas. It's like east. No. You know, so like you get to Dallas and you're like, oh, we're here. And then you have like another hour and 15 minutes of driving <laughs> just to there's get been a lot there. Of, there's yeah. been a lot of criticism of Tony Khan's picks for stadiums of late because it seems like they're always mm-hmm. at a really inconvenient spot. And a lot of those spots are they're going for classic buildings. Right. But there are plenty of buildings in Dallas that could have held this crowd. Way more classic ones, too. This is not even like a classic yeah. building. It's just like a. Yeah, this isn't uh, the cow little convention center, right? It, 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 it's actually a really great place to watch the show because it's the perfect yeah. size. It's like 6,000 seats mm-hmm. at, if you sell out. And uh, and it is it is easy to get to once you get there. And uh, it's right by the In-N-Out. So he's got to go to the In-N-Out. That's pretty great. That's, that's a pretty sweet yeah. situation right there. Was this your first time in that building? No, it was the uh, it was my third third time. okay because the winner is coming was there last A-W? year too oh fantastic yeah, yeah. okay great yeah it's all a right. good place so, and it was a great 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 atmosphere the crowd was hot all night it, amazing. at least the that's how it amazing. seemed on tv yeah it was the best what, crowd i'd ever seen a show with oh that's fantastic i love to hear that so i'm sure you had some expectations for 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 these shows mm-hmm did they live up to your expectations? Did they surpass them? Was it a dud? No duds. No duds. Here's what I here's 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 what I'm here's what I realized, James. Okay. I really like pro wrestling. That's what I realized this week. I really like I really like watching pro wrestling with a lot of people. And it's, it's so much fun. It's so just, much fun when everybody's on the same wavelength. It's just a lot of fun. And and you, when you don't have time to like take notes and yeah. think about what they should have done and what you would have done or and you're just enjoying that kind it. of thing and you're just in it and uh you know a couple of weeks before the roh show we were talking about how like they were not doing a good job of making me want to spend my money yeah i'm so i'm so glad i spent my money that was fun it was a lot of fun you got me so jealous right now but and I, then, yeah, and then go into Dynamite. It was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a whole lot of fun. 
I'm yeah. trying to see. I'm looking for the list of Dynamite matches because I really, I really like Dynamite this week. Yeah, for a very specific reason, and that is this felt like like the MCU has phases. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Phase one, phase two, phase three. This almost to me felt like the first show of a new phase where we've got the main event, the hot main event, Mm -hmm. MJF versus Ricky Starks, two, for the most part, AEW creations. Mm -hmm. Then we had Chris Jericho putting over a guy that he kind of discovered on Dark Mm -hmm. months ago with action. Is it Action Andretti? Action Andretti. Action Andretti. And I don't have the I don't have the list in front of me. And then even Sammy Guevara on Rampage taking on John yeah. Moxley and giving him a great match mm-hmm. in which he really channeled the classic McDaniel spirit and almost took Moxley's ear off. He did <laughs> manage to get his ear ring out yes. via his teeth, which yes. Moxley's a lunatic and we love him for it. Right. But it felt like a this felt like that next phase where the people they've been building up are over and they're here yep. and they're on top. Jungle and, Boy and um, Hook. Jungle Boy and Hook, exactly. That that pair up, it's they keep giving us hook pairing with people mm-hmm. we never would have thought of, mm-hmm. but you realize how great it's gonna be. Yeah, Jungle Boy, Hook, Action and Treddy to some extent. <laughs> MJF and Ricky Starks, like those are the stars of the future, but they're the stars of right now. And this dynamite, it really kind of hit me. It slapped me in the face. They've got Brian Danielson. They've got John Moxley. They've got Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And the main event is Ricky Starks, MJF. Yeah. To me, that's a really big deal. It did. It did feel different. It felt, um, it, it did feel like a new season almost in a way, right. or, or at least like the, you know, the, the, the lead end of the new season, at least. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I know like, you know, different, different crowds, different towns, different nights, you know, going to have different moods and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if it had something to do with the fact that there was a pretty good number of people who had just watched the ROH show a few days before and then came back. They were just in a great mood, but you know, that that show to me felt it it felt like the early days of AEW when you were just so excited to be excited about wrestling again mm-hmm. and um you know even the elevation elevation i think is uh should be on the youtube channel i think when we're taping this so by the time people okay. listen they could watch it and it was like a really fun like you know superstars are wrestling episode of AEW yeah. you know you had Claudio and Yuta come out and do like a tag team squash with their new title belts and Athena comes out and she's the Dallas hometown girl who just won the title and ROH time. Yeah, and yeah. she just, you know, wiped the floor with somebody. And uh and then you get this um I don't know if you saw this, but there's there was an epic alliance formed between the Trustbusters and the Wingmen in a in I have a, not seen this a yet. 10-man, I think it was a 10-man or a 12-man tag. Uh that's a lot of 12 people. men. Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. You couldn't even watch it because there were so many people <laughs> around the apron. But they, I mean, they the Trustbusters and the wingmen joining forces was they, something. They to built see. up this this eight man tag on Rampage and talked about how big and epic it yeah. was. And it wasn't even the biggest match. It wasn't even the biggest match. Night. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, wow! It was so, all downhill. So after it that was first match. So it was elevation. Yeah. Ran, dynamite then rampage. Dynamite then rampage. How and many was, hours of wrestling was that you watched? About four and a half. Oh, yeah. That's not bad for three yeah. shows. Rampage it's really not. Rampage was you know it took them about twenty minutes to turn the mm-hmm. um, turn, turn it the, into rampage. Yeah. Right, turn it to rampage, and and uh, they you know change the carpet from black to red and all that. And uh, mm. but then the show went over. They it it was interesting to see how much they cut when they cut rampage down. Like half the FTR promo was cut. Um, oh man, I think the Moxley Sammy match might have been cut down a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, so that you know, but yeah, it was an easy night. Drove back that night. Pulled up the show on YouTube TV on our phone and put it on the dashboard and watched the entire broadcast on the way home. Oh, I love that. Uh, that that's. I was just watching Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, a recent episode in um, in in, they were out in kind of the wilderness. Yeah. John Dutton and an old buddy, and the old buddy talked about how if this was wasn't a perfect day. It it was damn sure close. And he died. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That's the true that's the wrestling fan yeah. way to die is you watch your show yep. live, then put it on on the way home. You know? Well, I'm glad an accident. Yeah. It's not a bad way to go. I'm glad that I didn't notice what a great day it was at the time. Because <laughs> then it would have been all over. It would have yeah, it would have ruined the whole thing. Yeah. Um, then I was surprised. I not really, but I was taken aback by oh, well then by some of the reactions to the show. Okay, of, I'm ready to hear. Oh, online, yeah. So, as everybody knows, I've been dealing with medical problems. Right. You're, I have. You're a. I'm really excited to talk to you about this because I've seen no reactions. Okay. I've watched. No, I've intentionally not watched any recaps. All right. I did was watch the show. And so I'm I'm excited to talk to you about that. I uh, I try to stay away from the Reddit's of the world when it comes to this stuff, yeah. uh, and try to really only talk to people I kind of get to know. Yeah. And uh, I was, um, did, I was uh, I, w- I was concerned. I was that that am I on an island here? Am I you know? I th- and I think <laughs> a lot of people like the sh- everyone liked the show. Okay. Everyone seems to acknowledge that the show, the crowd was just ate everything up, you know? Yeah. But this is, this is what what, I've been wrestling with though. What was the slap in the face? What really got you? Well, I'm going to get a little heat for this because I'm calling out some of our fight game brothers. Oh, I'm excited about this, but name names. I was, I I won't name names, but I, I I was, I was, this is not disparaging their character in any way, just a difference (laughs) of opinion. Um, that I was, I, I, you know, that, that Jericho Andretti match was one of the most entertaining, surprising, just delightful 15 minutes of, you know, what wrestling I've seen maybe ever. You can, everyone assumed it was going to be a squash match, hundred percent of people. Mm -hmm. And then they realize, oh, this guy's going to get in some offense before yeah. he loses. Right. This is cool. Yeah. And then he starts reversing moves. Yep. And then they start realizing something's happening here. Right. Something right. that we don't see almost ever. Yeah. When's the last time you saw it? Like, they I, I, they were all saying upset of the decade. Yeah. 
it might be the upset of the decade. Might be. This guy's first match in AEW. Or yeah. official on like yeah yeah Dynamite he, he did a dark match the legend he did is, dark yeah. yeah um but he was kept off tv until this for this specific purpose and to me that is what made it great was so part of part of it was from a live perspective i think part of what made it work was you had a really easy to watch elevation show before the taping where they trotted out local jobbers local enhancement people mm-hmm. after another and would say now here's willow nightingale and her opponent da, 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 da. you yeah. know just like real low-key barely even mention him squash match squash match opponent t- tomato yeah. can right so you're used to that and so then they uh bring out um shoot did they do another match like that before i like how you what you, what you I, I know where you're i like yeah. where you're going here and right. that they use those elevation matches yeah. to set up the expectations. Right. The, the Jericho. The match. enhancement talent comes walking out while they're transitioning. They, you know, they're already in the ring by the time the star makes their entrance. Yeah. And when they brought out Andretti, it was the exact same thing. He just came out in the segment before Jericho, you know, says, I'm going to take my frustrations out on some poor jobber, you know, <laughs> which already like they use the word jobber. So, the, you know, this yeah. is a little bit of an ornery crowd. So when they start, they immediately start chanting, let's go jobber. I right. Ironically, so with no idea what's about to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then a chant I don't think I've ever heard before, honestly. All the rest know. of the shows I've seen. I don't I, 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 I'm sure yeah. let's go jobber has happened before. Right. I've never I've never seen it. But then when he kicked out. Everybody just stood up right and we were all just like this is great something's happening something's yeah, happening something's going on we all said no idea that they just went to commercial <laughs> and so everyone's like this is great it's gonna be super fun to chant for this guy even though he's gonna lose so they start trying different yeah. variations and they'd sing the seven nation army tune of you know let's go job or meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile chris jericho as he's like slapping him around the face and like, you know, mm-hmm. working on him during the commercial break is like constantly calling out his name. Come on, action, yeah. Andretti. Come on, Andretti. I love it. Let's trying go. To key, trying Let's to go key all in. Trying to the name you teach should the be name chanting. to the people. I love that. Oh, my God. Who did not bite for it. He was jobber. Yeah. And I don't think anybody really caught on that he was going to win. And the whole key to it was this guy was a nobody. And the, 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 the part that took me back was, and this is where I like had to really like re I don't know. I I really like took stock in like how much thinking I do about wrestling was, um, when I looked to see what people were saying, and the most common thing was, oh, that should have been Takeshita and not him. No, no. And it wouldn't have remotely been the same story. Would not have remotely it was been. It's not to say that that would not have been awesome for Takeshita. It would have been cool. It would have been but cool, this, but it would have been kind, not expected, but not surprising. Not surprising because Takeshita or uh, people are, most AEW fans already recognize 
Yeah. He is probably going to be a great. Yes. And it would just be something everybody knew was going to happen. Right. It just happened a little earlier than they thought. Right. Where Action Andretti never had a, did not have a greater than 0% chance to win this match. Right. In anybody's opinion. Yes. And this will throw Chris Jericho so much further off the rails because it's not just that he lost. Right. Following a loss, he lost to a nobody mm-hmm. with no wins, no name. No, he was a yeah. Let's go jobber. Right. That's an incredibly different story. A very different story, and it doesn't mean Me, if yeah, it doesn't mean the other story. If you did it bad. with somebody else. Yeah, if you did it with somebody else, even a Dante Martin is right. is too far along. Yeah. to put in that spot. Dante Martin eighteen like, months it, ago could have been this. Yes. It needs or, to be somebody we either don't debut. know or barely know. Right. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, or if when you debuted Takeshita a yeah. long time ago. But on this night, I don't think you would have gotten that special of a moment with anybody else. Now, no, there, I don't there, think there, so. there, people can say, well, what are they going to do with him after this? Is he, you know, yeah. They're, you know, and he doesn't have a great track record for being consistent enough to turn this guy into a star and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, hey, the I, one, two, three kid was Razor Ramon's little buddy for years after yeah, he beat him. Absolutely. And just look at Sign Guy Dudley. And Action Andretti seems to be more advanced than Sign Guy Dudley. <laughs> um, but to me, that you, my, my grandmother would have said, you're borrowing trouble. We got something really cool. And yeah. will they fuck it up? Probably. Yeah. But let's wait and see. Let's see what they do. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think you do a, a segment of this magnitude. Right. And not follow up with, with him being at least competitive in matches, yeah. setting him up to be the Dante the new Dante Martin mm-hmm. for the next six yeah. months, eight months, ten months. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think everybody's borrowing trouble. Uh, and and we don't need to. Um, that's a great way to especially, put it. Yeah, you, it's that's trouble to talk about in the future. Yeah, we like, and that's not. We I don't, don't know what's going to happen. It could be great. Say, you know, starting. Uh, there, there were. I specifically want to knock individuals. <laughs> I don't know who they are yet. I'm not knocking. I'm can, coming for you. They'll 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 speak. Listen, out. they can speak for instead themselves. Instead of bar, instead of borrowing trouble, how about you reach into your pocket and you take out five measly dollars and go. To patreon.com slash fight game media for the best deal in professional wrestling. You're gonna get extra shows for you're gonna get extra shows from us, the boom, uh, from the rap, pound for pound, fight game podcast, write that down in the clinch, five star, power bombshells, brace for impact. Speaking of strong style, so many damned podcasts. So many. It's to me, it's the most bang for your buck in pro wrestling. It's only five dollars. And you can, you know, some of these people are going to be talking about how Tony's going to F up Action Andretti. Some people are going to be talking about Japanese pro wrestling that you can't get on almost any other podcast network. They're too big for, for Japanese wrestling when it's what they should be focused on because it's awesome. And, and what you need to be focusing on is $5, just $5, less than the cost of an extra value meal at McDonald's. I don't think you're going to get a better deal. Back to you, Kevin. You know the uh, the rap just did their uh, awards show. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's that's, that's one to go back to listen and listen to on the way to work in the morning. Which yeah. reminds us, we need to think about if we're going to do an award show. The we've hook, been, the hook, so far, second annual hook. 
so far we have um we've done a I think we've done a pretty bang up job of award shows. I think we should do a year a year end show. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. I think we've got upset of the year all wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I don't yeah. think there's much argument there. Could be the Action Andretti Award. Right. From here, here yeah, on maybe out. we should just rename the award every year and this weird this year it's the Action Andretti's. There you that go. Could be a good. <laughs> That's it. Tune in for the action Andretti's. Yeah. Only on Fight Game Media. Yep. Um, my my it final. Sounds like you had a. Go ahead. Yeah. My my last thought on that is I've, as a, I don't know, come to terms with, like, how I feel about that show was, like wrestling is so, seldom lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And. You know, it's very, very, very difficult to do it completely right. And when you have something like that, that just clicked on every level, Mm -hmm. I think you just got to say that was lightning in a bottle. And I'm glad it happened. I've got to say, you should never for the rest of your natural life miss a winter is coming. You've you've seen you've been to all of them, right? I wasn't. Well, the first one was in uh, Jacksonville. Oh, the that's right. Two. Was that the? But apparently, was that the the first that was one was the, one the sting. sting. One. But apparently, yeah. uh, they're all uh, they might be in Dallas for the foreseeable future because there's like an NFL team owners meeting, and we all know that like Tony Khan likes yeah. to schedule his dynamite tapings around his personal schedule. So he's gonna be he's gonna be in Dallas anyway for the for the that's NFL fantastic. team owners meeting. So maybe it's an annual thing. I'm hoping that in the next um six months to a year i'm going to be back uh back in that area and we'll be able to meet up for some shows nice really hoping fingers crossed yeah um one thing i am really looking forward to right now Mm -hmm. is january 11th yeah um yes and the fact that we know we are getting a a television makeover Mm -hmm. and for some reason WWE always looks like a bigger deal. Yeah. And now AEW has their VP of production, co-executive producer, Michael Mansuri. Yeah. And all indications are January 11th is going to be the big change. Um, And we think January 11th is probably going to be one of their bigger shows of the year mm-hmm. again in Los Angeles in front of network executives. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm that's one of the, those, those, the few things I'm really, really looking forward to in the new year is seeing what this is going to look like. Cause I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. I mean, last year at the forum in some of their pay-per-views, you know, they have, they mm-hmm. bring out the big led yeah. screens and do the led ramp and stuff like that. So hopefully they'll do some of that. That's, more permanent, maybe upgrade the just the. It'll look be interesting to see the if they look. do different cameras, different yeah. camera angles, because they have been introducing a few new camera angles lately that have looked really good. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that is like doing some testing, yeah, for what is to come. Um, you know, there was something uh, I posted in the uh, Fight Media Facebook group today. A random set of pictures that I grabbed off of Twitter. WWE posted a. Um, a video from 1993 that was uh, 
Ric Flair. It was Mean Gene interviewing Ric Flair and Bobby Heenan as they were confronting the new world champion, Bret Hart. And okay. it was back when they used to do the interviews My on like these platforms, like in the middle I of the remember, arena. Yeah. So they're just huh. on a platform above the people and you can kind of see the ring behind them and everything. Yeah. And I just screenshotted it because, uh, like if you had seen a scene like that now, you would have seen maybe a couple of shots, like maybe three angles. And one of them would have been the big, you know, hard cam shot. And this, like the, there were probably eight to 10 different angles just from the way that they shot it, like zooming in over the shoulder shots of Bret Hart. while Ric Flair's in his face, you know, like framing up of the world title belt over uh, Bobby Heenan's shoulder, you know, just like, and it felt so much more like electric it felt special, right? It felt alive yeah, electric. And electric and it felt like a real confrontation. And it just the made me think of like around them, and right? The crowds them. around them and, and the atmosphere. Yeah. They know they're on TV. They're freaking out. Yeah. There's it's depth great. behind them. You know, the whole arena is behind them. There's like banners hanging from the wall. And, uh, Nowadays, it just it made me it just showed me how like kind of uninspired the shooting is on some of yeah these segments are now, especially the backstage ones. And I'm like, man, I hope maybe the backstage ones yeah. are so they're so stale. And the thing is, I love the look of the AW entrances, all that. But when you've been doing the same thing for three years, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's pro wrestling or what. It's a TV show. Yeah. And you want it to stay fresh. You want it to stay clean. Right. And uh, you want it to be a situation that helps get people more excited for the show. So I'm I'm super, super excited for that coming up. Yeah, me too. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we might, oh yeah go ahead. What was your ta- what was your take on your personal Lucha Brothers match? Live? Oh, uh, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Oh, it was cool. I mean, I, they started. They came right out of the yeah. gate with it. Uh, the entrances had, were awesome. Yeah, um, singing that song, that Kansas song, is actually really fun. Yeah. Um, the match. I don't know. Was cool. I don't know if it's been discussed. Yeah, I don't know if it's been discussed in pro wrestling, but like the TV show Supernatural really brought back that song like eight or ten. Oh, years really? Ago. I never watched Supernatural. And I, yeah, I, and I like one of the big things in Supernatural that I, I I liked is they wrote specific songs into the script. Oh, okay, so that even later on streaming they couldn't be taken out. 
because mm. they were discussed. Mm-hmm. And so they got in big songs like that, which is to me just as special for a TV show as it mm-hmm. is in pro wrestling. Yeah. But that is, I love that's their six man, that's their trio song. I love yeah. that. Um, the match was fun. What are your th- yeah, it was like, it was pretty exciting. It was, um, very cool to see Kenny Omega live for the first time. I mean, he's just incredible. Oh, that's right. He really is yeah. amazing to watch. Um, so I know there's been some discussion about will there be you? Okay. The one episode of the boom I've ever listened to yeah. you and Jeff Hawkins <laughs> had that conversation about, will there be a gimmick match? And there is. Oh yeah. And to me, this feels like the right time. Mm-hmm. I like this and that it's not the finals. Yeah. Um, but the Young Bucks have to win. Yep. Well, the whatever the trio's name is have right. to win. Um, the Wayward Sons. Um and I'm really excited about it. And uh although the thing is any basically they could have had any stipulation whatsoever mm-hmm. and that would mean no rules. We've established right. that right. long just before. the fact that there's six men pretty yeah. much means there are no rules. So But to me this was a match that probably if there hadn't been all these others preceding it, you may have raved about. Yeah. But we are getting deep into this. We've yeah. seen mm-hmm. so many iterations of this match, all ending with a rock hammer for some reason. Not a, yeah. not a ball <laughs> peen hammer. Right. A delicate rock hammer because right. apparently they've been, um, I'm assuming they were doing some excavations yeah. in, the old, um, in the old Lucha Arena. Um, what was the show called? Lucha Underground. Pyramid. Yeah. Lucha Underground. Yeah. They've been, they were looking they've been for excavating the, uh, the Lucha Underground arena. What was the, the belt, the gift of the gods title or whatever that they're trying to find <laughs> the, the, the medallions that give them the title shot or they were, yeah, or maybe they were just like hanging some eight by tens on the wall and just need a little yeah. picture hanger. You never know. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I hate that Lucha Underground never fully took off. In a way that could have gotten us, yeah. Lucha Underground Arena crossover with From Dusk Till Dawn. Um, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe yeah. one day. My maybe God, I'd day. love to see that movie where all the people in the building in that bar, yeah, were like it was. It was just Ray Phoenix, Pentagon. Every <laughs> it would be phenomenal. It would. Um, I will say, uh, Kenny yeah. Omega made me mad. Did he? Yeah. Just because how so? Oh, did you see the promo after the match when he when he yeah, calls for the no DQ match? A lot of time, and, and then he just yeah. goes, uh, uh, "I don't know how to end this because I wasn't formatted to cut this promo." And I was like, "Dude!" <laughs> and then he did his like, "I really do not like his little little catchphrase goodbye." Thing. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, it makes me want to die. Um, <laughs> even when I'm having a great time watching wrestling, I just yeah. wish. I could had the power to put myself in a coma and wake up after. Yeah. But um what what are your thoughts on the on the no DQ? Are you are you for it? Are you against it? I you think it'll it? be good. I think it'll be well I hoping I it'll think be a it'll nice be, change of pace. Yeah, it'll be a change of pace. And then then the one after that is false count, it's anywhere. And then the one after okay. that is uh es, what do they call it? Escala de la muerte, which is basically a ladder I match did not in, know any in Spanish. They put it up on a okay. graphic uh, they, I, it seemed almost like they accidentally put it up. Uh, I bet they the did. Show. That, I didn't hear anybody. And then, it. well, he mentioned on commentary in the main event, 
Um, but it was like that part where Excalibur is just like blowing through things so fast that like he's doing the micro machine. Yeah. He's doing the micro machine thing. And, uh, so I think they may have like shown it first and then was like, ah, crap. Well, it's like, you know, when you accidentally spill the beans on what your Christmas present is going to be, and you're like, well, you may as well open it now. (laughs) Uh, so yeah. So falls kind of anywhere after that, which, so it seems like it's getting sprawling and sprawling. And then I don't know what yeah. they're going to hang from the ladder, a hammer or like Brandon Cutler or I was what about are they to, to say, climb up to what are they going to have to retrieve? I would love it if it was one of the goons. And the reason <laughs> I think the young bucks are not going to be favored in these matches is they have way more goons than anybody. That's true. They got Brandon they Cutler. Plethora. They got Michael Nakazawa, Don Callis, mm-hmm. so many goons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not even. Well, I guess the Anderson and Gallows aren't available anymore, but that's and that's a real shame. That's, I know yeah. everyone else is so happy they're gone. Um, I like a version of those two a lot, but it was not the version we were getting in AEW. Mm. I'll say that. Um, now, I think we're wasting time here. I'm wasting okay. time here. We need to move on to the heat index, but All first, right. a quick word. I miss Adam Page. Just or Adam Cole. Yeah. I miss Adam yes. Cole. Yes. Clearly not enough to remember his name. I still <laughs> miss the man. And I'm really worried about that guy because yeah. he's been out. It's been a while. Three months, four months. Almost it feels six. Like it was it's June. Been, it was June. I was going to say it feels like a half a year. Yeah. It it's is not good. That's a that's a hell of a concussion, man. Yeah. That uh yeah really worried for him, but. Again, let's let's waste no time. Let's d- dive into the heat index. All right. Any any honorable mentions or, or dishonorable mentions this week? I do have an honorable mention, and it's kind of lengthy, but I'll try to get through it fast, which is okay. follow-ups and recaps, honorable mentions, because they did a really good they job good this job. week of, of making it seem like Final Battle was something that happened. <laughs> and... <laughs> And had and had impact on the future of the shows, right? So they showed Claudia winning yeah. the title. They immediately go to Jericho, who's losing it, flipping out, right? Which led to the yeah. Andretti match. Yep. They did a recap of FTR and the Briscoes. Showed the Briscoes on Dynamite for the uh, first time yeah, ever, right? Uh, recapped uh, the Swerve and Lee tag team match, which you know setting up uh, next week. Um, the, uh, all the elevation matches felt like that if you yeah. go to watch elevation, they're all pretty much follow-ups on, on all the people who wrestled on final battle that weren't on dynamite and rampage. We're going to be on that show. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It was great seeing Claudio and Yuta come out with their title belts and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, and it was like, it reminded me of like the old days when like, you know, when FTR came out on rampage and they're all bandaged up you know, legit. And, uh, yes, Dax is showing where he broke his ass bone. Uh, yeah, boy, they censored, they had to censor yeah, that. On they TV censored it. You was there like a we were, large bruise. It was, yeah, it was this huge bruise across his whole backside. Um, but you know, it's you know like what? the old days, like after war games, they'll uh, show up bandage up with the bandaid over the yeah. aisle, you know? And Dax Harwood doesn't half-ass anything. He whole-assed no. it. Right. And he showed that. <laughs> he did. He he whole-assed that match. He did. And somehow he's going to wrestle uh, this week, but we'll see. But so just kudos, honorable mention, 
for them, you know, having a show that's, that, a, that's pretty much that's a throwaway a show and, and, uh, and acting like it, you know, mattered. And I've got to say, I could be completely wrong here. As with most things I talk about, I have no knowledge or evidence, but I wonder if doing things like this that are kind of new, mm-hmm. I wonder if this, the, they are testing new things mm-hmm. for the new year with yeah. their new executive vice president or whatever. Maybe. Um, and I hope they are. I hope that's yeah. something that can become Maybe permanent because it is. If, sorely lacking maybe if he's just bringing even just a little bit of coherence like a little bit of a not coherence continuity like being a yeah. continuity cop would exactly. be great just let 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 uh tony be the idea guy and have him be sort of sorted out you know keep it straight that that would be a huge improvement yeah and i have a feeling this guy probably as soon as he got there looked around he's like oh there's no one yeah. doing continuity <laughs> yeah like i'm hiring that person immediately right right all right number five number five this will be the first time i've ever put myself on the uh heat index it's about damn but time my friend the uh but that dallas crowd it's one of the most fun lively good sports good sense of humor enthusiastic crowds i i had ever been around i love I love what you have in your notes here, which is, and I quote, <laughs> hot, hot all night. Yep. Even for Ruby Ty. Even for Ruby Ty. They were into that match. <laughs> yep. They were into everything. I, I, it was a fun match, I thought. Yep. I, I really did like all the matches. Yeah. And I mean, oh my God, I'm looking at your list here. I'm so excited to talk about some of these. Um, But yeah, you're th- one of the things here that y- you've got. Mm-hmm. You know what? We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait till we get there. I want to hear about the Sammy Guevara fan. Okay, it was behind you. Yeah, you sent me a video, and it was fantastic. There was, and this I was little really girl. surprised. Yeah. There was a a father that let his daughter at that age be that big a right. fan <laughs> when he's always just grabbing ass and making right. out. I know that I I had I, he might have been a but Tay she, fan. I don't know. Kids, kids yeah. like who they like, though. It was a guy and his daughter. She she had a Sammy Vigar T-shirt. She was maybe nine years old. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't even know she existed most of the show because it was just, mm-hmm. you know, just cheering. But then when it came time for Rampage and Sammy Guevara came out, this girl lost her freaking mind. She screamed the entire match. I love you, Sammy. Love like she was yelling at you know, like the crowds chanting Sammy sucks and she's screaming, You don't suck, Sammy, I love you. And <laughs> this is this is Ricky Morton level. Yes, stuff it was right Ricky here. Morton. Yeah, it was Ricky Morton level screaming, dying. Like she was just like hyperventilating when he came out, uh, trying to get his attention, constantly putting her hand in a little heart shape. And uh, I snuck Come one on. video of her from from my seat because I didn't want her dad to think I was being creepy. But uh, yeah. but she just screams. And she puts her hands in my heart and just says, I love you, Sammy. And someone <laughs> around us just goes, sorry, kid. Oh, was, my God. Yeah. And she was very That's sad. So funny. She was very sad when he lost. But that was another thing that I just thought, you know what? That's That's why I love wrestling. I would I want to know if you took some looks over your shoulder when Sammy 
was biting the earring yeah. out of John Moxley's ear. <laughs> she she did seem a little conflicted at that point, but then so did Ty. So did Ty. Yeah. When they and when then, when he course, went in for the kiss with the bloody mouth and everything, it was like bloody, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. That was a that was an image I will remember for a while. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah, I won't forget that one anytime soon. So I don't. Um, uh, I don't. Um, I don't envy I, that girl's I, future what? dating life. No, that no. Oof. Yeah, I'll say this: I really did like Sammy biting the earring out. Yeah, because in a real professional wrestling situation, yeah, if you're wearing an earring, you're yeah. an effing moron, right? Because someone can rip it out of your ear. Yeah, as Sammy did. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm really excited about this next one. Number four. Number four, the House of Black. They're getting it together. Oh God. I don't know. Who knows where they're going to be six the, weeks from now. But for right now, they're super over. People are excited I to have really, them back. For their sake, I hope this was their last match. Yeah. Even even knowing that QT Marshall exists. <laughs> um, I just hope they forget QT exists. Because you've got it right here. Road Warrior Energy. Road Warrior Energy. And I've been saying for ye- years now. Yeah. I want a Road Warriors-like tag team in AEW. Yeah. And these are the guys. And also, let me tell you how exciting it is that they're doing these trios matches. And whoever wins this tournament, Mm -hmm. the House of Black will probably lay out. I hope so. And that will be so exciting. Yes. Yeah. I want them in in some trios matches. Mm -hmm. I would love to see... Those three dudes versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks? Yeah. Man, sign me up. Yeah. And then all the little matches you can do in between. You can get Kenny yeah. and Malachi Black. Finally get to see yeah. Kenny wrestle his clone, Buddy Murphy. Oh, my God. Uh, Kenny Malachi Black is a dream for me right now. Yeah, that would be a great match. And, uh, yeah, they just, like, when they... When those lights went out and the music hit, it was like, it was like what that road warrior energy of like, people were just like, oh, it's going to, it's, it's going to get real now. And Julia freaking hard is over. Like Man, she's the, the, I don't know what day in the last year she went into her first hot topic, <laughs> changed everything. She bought that hat. It's all. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She is on fire. Um, yep. I'm glad they're spit the mist. I, I don't want to be mean as in I'm glad she's not wrestling. Yeah. But I know she's probably training. So yeah. when she is back wrestling, she'll be much better. I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is this is the best work she's done. Yeah. And it's really good work. It's really good work. Yeah. The surprise with her spitting the mist instead of Malachi was fantastic. Who was it she spit? Who, who, who'd who she hit? Camarada. I can't remember. Camerata. That's right. Who God only knows what they're trying to do with his yeah. life right now. Morons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Um, right. But yeah, I'm seriously excited because I finally have my Hoss tag team mm-hmm. to some extent. The one I've wanted for so long. All right. So. Number three. Number three. Action Andretti. The man, the myth, the legend. That's right. <laughs> the man, the myth, the jobber. Well, Action got, Andretti. We got to do something about that name, man. That's not oh, a great man. name, though. Yeah, so uh, okay. apparently... This... Yeah, go ahead. 
I know it's not a great name. Like yeah. in my brain, I know it's a terrible name. But for some reason, I'm kind of into it. And I don't know why. It's my heart, not my brain. My yeah. brain knows. There's my brain knows horrible name. Yeah. There's, there's something, something there. There's something how an unabashedly like early 90s he is, like with the yeah. neon colors and the, you know, he's like a, he's like a I, rocker. Yeah. Like young Sean Michaels. The fact Michaels. that I work, I work behind a, a racing museum yeah. might have affected me in some way in that yeah. literally all day I'm looking out my window uh-huh. and like race cars that have won championships maybe that's why i'm a, like kind of into action andretti i don't know maybe he's of the answer racing museum though maybe oh maybe, maybe he's, he's an andretti. andretti maybe he's an andretti of the clan andretti that's right <laughs> um let's see so you say this followed a pattern let's talk about that yeah so there's this pattern that AEW does of the young up and comer, you know, the Dante Martin, the Darby Allen in the first year, like all that against the, the big star where they get, their with, moves they get the hope spot and then they lose. And Jericho, I assume Jericho laid this match out. He seemed to know exactly yeah. what to do and when and what moves to do, because every time he hit a finisher, you were like, well, everybody kind of shrugged and was like, well, that was fun. And and thought yeah. that it was the end, and it wasn't. And uh, it, it it perfectly played into everybody's expectations. Yes, keep throwing everyone off and getting them more right. and more hyped. Yes, you could feel levels of it. You could feel levels of it getting more and more exciting. And then it was like, and now we're at this level, and now we're at this level, and now we're at this level. And then as soon as it, it couldn't go like, anywhere else, he won. Felt like most matches like this that you think are going to be squashes. Like people are watching, but they're talking and they're like, yeah, not completely engrossed. And there was a moment in this match where you realized everyone's eyes are glued to this ring. Yeah. For a guy that nobody's ever seen wrestle before. Right. Um, And that was really special. That felt really special. Right. That when you realized, yeah, this is an electric moment and Mm -hmm. everyone is keyed in on it. Strangers are high fiving each other. Like it was like, yeah, you know, it was like, like much like scissoring it, it. It's healing the nation. young action just so you know okay this is something i have no business bringing up on a podcast about wrestling (laughs) but i feel like i have to okay i work in social media so Mm -hmm. when something's trending i generally know it's trending and uh, i like to keep up on what's going on so i generally check out all trending topics and i saw that Pornhub had their annual like top tens Mm. and let me tell you they claim Searches for scissoring this year went up 97%. And I don't think that's a coincidence don't. at all. I think I think everyone loves the acclaimed and everybody's <laughs> checking out scissoring. Everybody. Yes. And it's 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 gone far beyond wrestling at this it's very the, far beyond. High tide raises all boats. That that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do we have next at number two on this week's heat index? Uh, Hangman Page and John Moxley. Like, you know, I we've talked recently about this mm-hmm. and the fact that. Moxley's only wrestling faces. Yeah. But man, I didn't care after this. I loved this yeah. spot. Yeah. It was great. 
I, I and, and Adam Page with the kid. With oh my his son's gosh. name. Right. They yeah, did not show you, that. Go they on. Did on not that. show that in the arena. We we had oh, no wow. idea. So you guys saw that on the drive home. Saw it on the drive home. Uh, I, and that had to be that had to be really interesting. Did you did you guys realize it was kind of a big promo as it was happening? Like watching it on the way back. Yeah, watching on the way back. Oh yeah, I mean. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd seen somebody. I think it was Paul Fontaine. Like DM'd me and was like, you know, if you don't cry watching this. You know, or something he would like, it was like, this is he kind of saying, I was like, what Max did. Right. Yeah. And, (laughs) uh, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, there was a lot of, you know, Lance storm got a lot of heat a couple of weeks ago for like criticizing and, and, and we kind of did too on the, on the, um, on the show of being like, look, he got knocked out like big deal. You know, like (laughs) why why is this a blood feud? You know, (laughs) but Hey, that's all, that's all in the past. Cause this is, this is a great. This is like, yeah. This is just heat. It feel, it feels like a Hogan Savage type thing. Yeah, as in these two guys are arguably two of the biggest faces in the company, mm-hmm. and kind of two of the bat biggest badasses in the in the company. Yeah, yep. and they're gonna go toe to toe. Right, and that's just really exciting. Yeah. Also, hell of a way to get Moxley disinterested in pursuing the title. Yes. Yes. Really good way. Which they, they have they're to very do. good at, at getting people off off the track into a new direction. Right. Yeah, and which it, they had and, to do and it got them off the regal thing, you know, like it got them to move on. Yeah. And and Paige did an amazing job. I you know, Jeff on the Dynamite show did a, you know, as much as I was kind of, you know, um criticizing criticism a little bit. Um yeah. he was he was spot on in terms of how and and even when we talked about producing the show um, he talked about like, you know, that, that promo, that story was amazing that he told and, and in a, in a way that you completely yeah. bought that it was real. Absolutely. And I truly believe, I that truly happened. believe that that was something like that happened. And, but the way that they shot it was, I like your qualifier. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I truly believe so, something like that. Something like that that's happened. Way, that's way more realistic than what I said <laughs> for sure. Uh, but they, but they totally shot it. Like shoulder height, Alex Marvez level, looking down on him with Evil Ono in the background, shaking his head, you know, like play acting, you know, as opposed to like getting down on his level, getting right on his face and letting his eyes go through that camera to the people watching, telling that story. And and that would have, you know, bumped it up even higher, you know. And so I hope that's the kind of thing that they can, you know, improve on. But Man, that story of like, they asked me what my son's name was. And I couldn't remember it. Like that is such a vivid, yeah, you know, thing. And that, that gives you all the thing you want to know. And then he was a jerk about it. So yeah, yeah we're going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. And it, and it, oh my God, I keep, yeah, it was a good pull apart ball to, too. Even though it's it like, was really good. okay, why do they pull these people apart? Not these people and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. My no prize explanation is that hangman's not cleared, so they're trying to prevent liability. You know, yeah, that that's literally what I was thinking during that. Yeah. Um, my God, I keep trying to stop myself from going on tangents. <laughs> um, I'll, I'm, I think I can get us through without We're making good going time off today. On this one. Okay. We really are. Um, okay. Number one, 
on this week's heat index <clears throat> who is the hottest act in the business right now kevin my daughter's favorite wrestler maxwell jacob friedman really yes she's he's, she's all in she's declared it do you we, think this is just her scheme to try and get a burberry scarf well no because if she, it is she, it's very smart <laughs> she if it is we watched uh we watched so she watched the ricky starks promo last week with me that's and was right like, and she watched and i like this blue. guy right right yeah so this week I had told her how much fun I had at the show. And she was like, what, you know, what part is fun? And I showed her the action Andretti match and, uh, it's, which is almost impossible to show someone without spoiling it. Like, why yeah. would you want me to see this match? Yeah. And then she was like, I want to see the MGF match. And I was like, okay, you know, so I oh, showed wow. her that and she That's was like, awesome. well, you know, he's, uh, it's number one It's because he's such a great jerk. <laughs> he's entertaining. But yeah. you know he he's TikTok famous because he did the he made mid a thing, yeah. And all the kids are saying mid, and so she's like, I want to you know. Um, so she's like, well, let's watch that match too. And so we watched the Ricky Starks match. I mean the promo, yeah. Uh, that night, and she looks at Ricky Starks and she goes, Oh, this is blue. This is a uh, Burberry versus Louis Vuitton. And I was like, That's what? Awesome. And she goes, look at his, uh, look at his vest. Like he's got Louis Vuitton. Um, oh my God. Symbols or, you know, Louis Vuitton trim on his thing. And she's like, so the, so it's Burberry versus Louis Vuitton in the main event. That's amazing. Like, wow. Levels. It's amazing. You just picked up something wrestling. I hadn't. Uh, this reminds me real quick. Have yeah. you seen black Adam? I just watched the other movie. Night. I me described too. it as aggressively and mediocre. Yes. And it's a shame. I think it could have been good. Yeah. But there's that point where Black Adam says Shazam and he goes back to like his thin body that yes. he had before <laughs> his son gave him the powers. Right. And I thought, how he did these in- sons of bitches not put Ricky Starks in here? They should have just given us Ricky Starks. That is exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. When like, MJF Tim talked Rock about really his bobblehead. Like, yeah. <laughs> You are exactly right. The 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 D Shazammed Black Adam is Ricky Starks. He, they 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 should have given him the role. Which, by the way, I don't have Louis Vuitton money, but for like the last fifteen years, my cologne has the Burberry scarf around it. Nice, um, Mike. Yeah. I've, I've used Burberry cologne, so I guess well, there's we, some small connection to. Yeah. To uh, MJF there. Francesca pointed out that Nana has a Burberry scarf. So if they ever come to Oklahoma City, she'll go to a show with me and wear the Burberry scarf. So hopefully. That is amazing. MJF will be on the show and there won't be any blood. <laughs> That's really exciting, though. Your daughter asked to see a match. Mm-hmm. The main event, like the yeah. biggest match. Yeah. Watch That's the whole really thing. That's really cool. That's exciting. Yeah. What did she think of the match? Like, uh, did she have any takes on it? Not like analysis or anything but like she did she enjoy it yes yes okay and that's great and got into it and and um you know all the little shortcuts that he'd take and all that stuff you know it was just he was just doing classic healed rick flair yeah you know just cheat to win stuff and it and, and, and that that's stuff what i want to see right that stuff yeah. works he's really good at it yeah um what did you think of the match it was good I, I wouldn't say like it was a three great. star, three and a half, three something star like that. Match. Yeah, I mean That's it was fair. it was a good match. They kind of yeah. 
there were a couple of things they kind of bossed a little bit, but nothing too bad. But it was one of those things where it was like, it looks like a struggle, so it's fine. It didn't look like a mistake. It's, you know. Yeah, it's like it's sloppy because they hate right. each other. Right, right, right. But it was good. I There was a little bit of debate. You know, our friend Paul kind of thought that Starks came out worse after the match than he did going in because, like, he talked such a big game and then lost. But I was kind of like, that's, that's like every baby this face, is, you know. This is a man who got to this match by doing nothing but losing to Will Hobbs for like eight <laughs> I don't think wins or losses yeah. matter for Ricky Starks because when, when he brings that A-level charisma, it doesn't matter. And it's kind of like, look, he is a, ro- a rock-type character. Yeah, There's a look. There's a way of talking. It's obvious The Rock played a big part in who he is. Mm-hmm. And The Rock was the one superstar who was immune to losses hurting him. Yeah. Like he lost all the time and now he's the biggest star in the world. Um, but uh, I don't think it'll hurt him. I don't. I, I really hope they keep it going. I want this to be the first match, not yeah. the match. Right. I think in Paul's defense, I think he would. He I think he had come out of last week feeling like Starks is a guy who could carry the company and yeah. and came out of this week feeling like he never will. And I'm like, well, that's. You know, very few That's, people are going to get that tag. You're talking about half a yeah. dozen people over the course of five years. And and I all, think, all I know is Starks was a mid-level guy uh, to a TV guy yeah. up until now. And after the last six weeks, now he is upper tier. Like he's... Well, we, I love Paul and I agree with him in a lot of ways. But what we all have to remember is Tony Khan doesn't move fast on anything. Yeah. This is, yeah, to an absolute fault. This is him putting Ricky Stark's toes in the water. Yeah. Seeing how he'll do. And this is something where if, if, if he decided, if he thought Ricky Starks give a 10 out of 10 performance, mm-hmm. I think in his mind, Ricky might actually have a shot at the world title in two to three years. Mm-hmm. I think that's how he thinks. Yeah, I think so too. This is a long project. But the thing is, the people he engages in like this are all movers and shakers in AEW. Jungle mm-hmm. Boy, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. These guys weren't big deals at the beginning, mm-hmm. just like Ricky Starks was just a guy off of YouTube who mm-hmm. I liked yeah. on NWA yeah. and NWA Power, right. 18 R's. Yep. And now he's somebody. Now he's at the very least, I think, a high-level mid-carder. I think at the yep. very least... He is now in that Orange Cassidy range for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. And as upper in, Orange he, Cassidy, because even Orange Cassidy has a range unto himself. But yeah. The, the upper tier. Yeah. Sometimes he'll main event pay-per-views and sometimes he's on elevation. Right. And I kind of like they can put him anywhere. And I feel like Ricky is entering that that area where he can main event. He can be in the mid card. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, I don't think you put him on the undercard very much. Mm-mm. Um so I think I think he's I think this helped him a lot and but w- we have to understand when they do something awesome like this mm-hmm. a lot of times you might not see that guy for four months right and that's really unfortunate but they're not gonna, that that doesn't mean it didn't work this could have worked perfectly and Tony still wouldn't do a lot with him for the next year yeah and I think it wasn't uh, there was never any intention for this to be him 
being at the MJ level or even the Brian Danielson no. level, he was he was the first guy to set up the first successful title defense yeah. for the new champion, who's the real guy you're trying to invest in. Yeah. To to and I think to set up a TV show to set up the next big match. To me, this is Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara on the first episode. Yeah. And that Sammy's gonna be somebody. That's why he got that slot. Mm-hmm. Or they think he's gonna be somebody. And it's it's gonna be years down the road. And again, he might that's not to say he'll ever be MJF level. Very few people ever will be MJF level. Right. But um I'm excited they're adding new people into that mix. Yeah. Um with Ricky Starks. And I'm it's hoping just, Yeah. I'm hoping we get to see a couple more guys like that. So how'd you feel like MJF presented as world champion? Like you think he felt like a world champion? I've been wondering about that. I really have. And I think he did, but it's a type of world champion they've never had. They've never mm-hmm. had the slimy. I don't think they've had the slimy heel as champion. The guy that mm-hmm. will, will yam bag you and then like mm-hmm. take off running 10 seconds later. Right. That's a new type of heel they haven't had before. And it's something I haven't seen in a long time, but I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't say yes or no on that right this second. Yeah. What did you think? I feel like not instantly. Like he's he's not no. quite there yet, but I think like what it convinced what are, me of is he's going to need to have a long reign. I think he needs to yeah. hold that title for the better part of a year to establish. Or more. Yeah. To establish that. The one th- one thing that hit me is there was a shot of MJF preparing for the match backstage, like laying on a table, getting a massage or something. Yeah. <laughs> Looking and at it his was phone. so, so weird to see MJF by himself. Yeah. He's always been surrounded by so many people at every level. Mm-hmm. But now when he's the champion, he's got nobody around him. Yeah. And that's weird. That's really strange to me. Um, I don't dislike it. It's just something that mm-hmm. just struck me all of a sudden that he's got yeah, nobody. That's true. I kind of, I kind of am into that. I think, yeah, I think it could, because it cool. needed to change. Yeah. It needed, you don't want a world champion. Right. That makes every possible opponent do the, the seven right. like, tasks of right. Hercules or whatever right. that was. Yeah. Because even he was making fun of himself on that. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I don't know. They, they sure never did anything with the firm. Did they so much for Stokely seeing him in hell? I'm really liking Bill Morrissey right now. Big and Bill. I'm really liking Big Bill right now. I think he needs to exit the firm and do something on his own. He's he's looking really good to me. And I don't know exactly what's different. Um, I'm glad he's no longer W. Morrissey. I'm glad it's a first and a last name. Um, and he's just a monster. And I, I'd love to see, again, I'd love to see a monster tag team. Okay, Kevin Ely, mm-hmm. if you were putting together mm-hmm. the monster tag team mm-hmm. and it with Bill Morrissey, mm. who would you team him with? Lance Archer mm-hmm. or Luchasaurus? Archer. Lance Archer? Yeah. yeah. I think Archer would I think that'd give be him the way to crazy. Go. Archer would give him that crazy unhinged thing. Yeah. And Luchasaurus I think, would be I think able, Yeah. Yeah. And that'd I be think a fun team. One of the things... That'd be a really fun team. I really wanted to. I've been thinking about that team for a couple of weeks now. And I think the unhinged nature of Lance Archer would make that cold, mm-hmm. like stony look of, of Bill Morrissey. Yeah. 
scarier. They'd be like the old skyscrapers with Spivey and Sid Vicious. That's exactly what I was thinking about, which for a brief period of time was Sid Vicious and Mean Mark Callis. That's right. Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, until I think there was an injury. But yeah, and I I always thought that tag team, due to injuries, never quite got where they could be. Mm-hmm. Those two guys could get there. Yeah. I mean, come on. That could be fun. That could be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I had me... a theory. I wondered if they started calling him Big Bill just because he's in the team with Lee Moriarty and they didn't. They thought Morrissey and Moriarty was too yeah, confusing. Could be. I, I don't know. I always... Unless there's a very specific reason, like to be CM Punk, I've never liked just the letter in the last name W Morrissey. Yeah, that was, it just seems um, weird. It's it's dumb, and uh, the thing is, Bill isn't the best name, but it's yeah. a take on William, and it's it's the yeah. thing is, he's a badass. It is a name. <laughs> he's a tough guy, and it is a name that a tough guy can have. It should be Big Bad Bill. Big Big Bad. Oh my big God, Big Bad Bill. I still, I will never forgive them for going. Initially, Lance Archer was the murder hawk. Yeah. And then like a week later, he's the murder hawk monster. Yeah. It re- I was like, are we getting, are we getting a new name right. added to this every single week? Is this going to be like 20 names long? And it's unnecessary. By the end of the, it's many, so unnecessary. How many murder hawks do you know that are not monsters? Exactly. Like Zero. by definition, if he's a murder hawk, he's a monster. That is a it's monster. It's not an adjective. It's a By name. definition. Exactly. Um, it's it's one of my two least favorite nicknames in combat sports history, along with the Muscle Shark Sean Shirt. Oh, gosh, that is the worst. <laughs> so bad. It's like, oh, your nickname's eight times as long as the actual name? Yeah. Beautiful. The Muscle Shark. Come yeah, on. that's the Glad worst. DJ Penn choked him to death. Um, all right, let's see what we've got next. My um, favorite one that just made me think of that, though, from the MMA world was Ill Will Brooks. <laughs> Ill Will. I don't was know. Th- Ill Will Brooks. You, did I, I make don't that, know up? that guy? Wasn't there Ill I Will? I don't think. I don't know. Oh. Hold on, I'm looking this up right now. I need to see this. Ill Will Brooks. I know Will Brooks. He was in Bellator. Um, yeah. What, yeah his, Ill what Will his Brooks. Name? Ill Will. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> somehow that name totally missed me over all my years of covering mma i'm embarrassed to it i'm very proud of the fact that i just pulled out a piece of yeah. ufc trivia on you for real and will brooks was a good i don't know if he's still i'm thinking he is still competing he was pretty good um all right what are we talking about next here we've made real good time so far yeah. we already Let's talked see. about death trying on the elite mm-hmm um okay what what did you think I, I think i asked you this already but i don't think i got a great answer okay um what did you think you know what never mind i want to talk about jungle boy and hook let's go there okay jungle boy what did you think of jungle boy versus brian cage i thought it was a really fun match and i'm not a brian it was cage a real fan. fun match yeah i know i I know you're not but i was thinking he's got to like this match yeah i I did it was really fun and jungle boy really does feel like he's crossed over into that uh yeah that next level of like he's the next level of star and so my question was when hook when hook came out it was like everyone was so happy to hear him uh and dude that music hit and people went crazy oh that's i went crazy such great music too it's phenomenal 
And the little the little things that he does, it's kind of WWE, but I like it, was how, uh, you know, the song hits, and then there's like a verse, and then it has like a little quiet string break before the second uh-huh. verse hits. How like Hook like kind of stalked around Jungle Boy. Timed, yeah. He timed it where he didn't offer the hand until the violins came, and then he didn't pull Jungle so Boy much. up until the second verse started, and I was like, this guy gets it. That's instinct right there. Yeah. That's powerful instinct. Yeah. You know what? At some point, Dustin Rhodes is going to retire. Hook needs to be the natural because he is. Yeah, he is. Um, also, the fact that Hook, who I am assuming is approximately five foot four. Right. Scared off Bill Morrissey, Bill Morrissey. Lee Moriarty <laughs> and um, yeah. and our manager, whose name escapes me. Stokely. Stokely. Stokely's the only guy he's bigger than. <laughs> It's exactly right. But and it's close, I think. This I think is going to be really fun because we're going to get to see Hook and Bill Morrissey. And we're going to get to see what Hook does when he's just getting thrown around by a giant. I, I think we're going to see Hook with a rear naked choke locked in on that man as he is struggling around the ring, finally goes down to his knees and goes out. And I will pop like a 12-year-old boy. I will be so excited to see that happen. Um, this seems like a really good, it's great because just like with Brian cage, mm-hmm. whether you like him or you don't like him, he is a good wrestler who is a giant. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal for jungle boy to beat him. Mm-hmm. And just like that, ju- like uh hook is still relatively inexperienced. He has faced nobody like bill Morrissey. No. And, um, that man. And when he wins, when he chokes him out, He's going to be on another level. I wonder if he will, though, because Jungle Boy seems to be the guy that they're going to give that win to. So I wonder if, like, would that be stealing a win? That's from... a good point. That's a real good point. It'll be interesting to see where they yeah. go. It'll be interesting to see which because of them, which of them, is the star. Like, I don't know if they're going to be think... paired together for like a. I don't expect them to be paired together as like a team. Yeah. Like a team team. Right. But, they'll, but for several weeks, maybe they'll be, one or two matches. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like Warjo or something, you know. But like, It'll be interesting because clearly Jungle Boy is on top. Clearly. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they're trying to set this up where Jungle Boy moves up another notch and Hook kind of moves into a Jungle Boy spot where Jungle Boy was like six months ago. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm hoping that's what they do. I hope they both get some uh, a good rub off of this. Um, let's see. Ruby and Ty wasn't a bad match, I didn't think. Yeah, it was good. It was a fine was match. Good. Anna Jay got to got to attack people. Yep. So there's nothing to complain about there. What did you think of the Jade promo? Uh, it was short. Uh, yes, it was. I don't know why she's just always mad at her baddies, and the baddies are mad at her. Like I think they're they're a really fun act, and they should just be fun together. You know. Yeah, they should just be baddies. It is interesting that like Layla Gray was the one who she hated at first, and now she's like winning her over and everything. But I don't like I don't like Jade getting manipulated. Like Jade just right. need, Jade needs to be Jade um, needs to be she needs to be in charge. The, exactly, that's exactly where I was going. She is a she is a woman that if you meet her, you will be intimidated. Yeah, I would be intimidated. She should be that. Yes, she should be. This Greek goddess who is intimidating as hell to everybody around her. Right. We don't need women who are four foot eight. Right. Getting into confrontations with her. Red Velvet does not need to be rolling her eyes at her. Now, if Red Velvet wants, if Red, if they had brought Red Velvet back and she 
came in on a tear as a baby face and all yeah. that, then fine. But like this kind of like, Oh, whatever. I'm going to like roll my eyes and kind of lunge at you when you're not looking. And you know, neither of these women, in my opinion, would hold any threat to Jade Cargill. Mm-mm. So why build, why build this, you know, while right. she's the champion. Right. Like I really liked the, the Nyla Rose stuff. And we need somebody else on that level taking her on, which I'm really excited about uh, Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter. I'm so excited for that. I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker, that match with Sky Blue was interesting. Britt seems to have regressed a little bit as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. It might be because she's working with somebody who's more green than her. Mm Mm-hmm. But it also feels like it's almost part of a storyline where she's kind of lost her edge to some extent. Mm. Like she had to, it took her longer to beat Sky Blue than than Sky, than you would have ever expected uh, Mm -hmm. out of Sky Blue. Mm -hmm. You'd expect her to last that long. And I wonder if that's either, that mean that really could just be. Yeah. Not timing wise, but it could be she's lost a step because she's been relatively inactive or it could be part of a storyline that might not be too dissimilar to Chris Jericho's, but hopefully dissimilar enough. It's interesting. I mean, I did notice like as hater, as they've been bringing up Jimmy hater, like Britt was taking a lot of losses. Yeah. And so I, they might be, yeah, that might be kind of the thing of like that. She's, she's sort of on the downswing and Jamie's on the upswing and it'll eventually get to a point where she can't take that anymore. Um, by the way, yeah, I talk about, and I'm sure it's part of like my OCD. I talk about co- outfits a lot, costuming, because yeah. to me, it's all TV. Everything right. should be controlled. Yes, everything, everything should look yeah. good. Jamie Hader has, again, week in, week out. It's only like three weeks, but still, she's looked unbelievable. She's looked like a real deal champion. She looks like somebody you don't want to mess with. Yeah. And um, I don't think... Honestly, I'm enjoying her reign more than I like Thunder Roses. And I think I hate so too. And that. she's hardly, I don't even know if she's had a defense yet. But I don't think same. she has. Yeah. But I'm really liking everything that's going on. The she actually she's feels like interviews. A yeah. Yeah. And it's been a while. And the thing is, her outfits have changed. She's been champion. Mm-hmm. Her hair has changed. Mm-hmm. They've done a good job of preparing her for this moment mm-hmm. and making her look like the real deal. And that's something I don't think they do too often. I don't think they. AW necessarily does a good job of that. I think it's largely people show up yeah. and, you know, they get their hair done and like some, the person right. who does the hair and makeup, like right. probably chimes in on the outfit. Yeah. But th- it might just be Jamie Hayter knows what she wants to, to be and is doing a better job yeah. of everybody else in being that person. Could also be rebel Dressing is the like secret it. weapon. Maybe it's rebel. Cause she's oh, the, uh, she's on the glam team. Maybe she's like the secret genius behind the, she might be. And she's like taking care of her girl. Yeah. Making sure she looks like a million bucks. By the way, this, um, this feud going on right now with butcher and the blade and the bunny and Penelope versus best friends. Yeah. If this does not lead to Chris Statlander running out in t- like literally clotheslining the heads off those two women. <laughs> I will be so yeah. disappointed every single week. Yeah. They're in the ring. They're hanging around the ring. And I'm like, yep. 
I need Chris to come out like the Ultimate Warrior right now and lay those women out. <laughs> That'd like, be awesome. It hasn't happened yet. They're all wearing but, those uh, giant platform shoes now, too, so they should be just tall yeah. enough to, to get clothes Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, speaking of you know, when I see, speaking of clothes, I, I do want to stop and acknowledge Hikaru Shida's red pantsuit. My God, she looks fabulous. She really like did. I leopard love print, Shida. leopard print Doc Martin boots. Like she, she, she looked like a star. She right. did. She really did. And again, that goes back to what we talked about last week. I think it was the women's division is stacked. If they could just all get them remotely to appear like they're in the same division right they really have so much talent yeah and we're sitting here focus on on red velvet who is a good wrestler but she's no she's not in the top 15 in a w no, nowhere yeah not, not in the 20. top 20 yeah 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 and uh i really want them to have these top 20 women start start going after each other yeah at least you know at least we had ty versus Ru- versus ruby it's good to have ruby back yeah um, ruby back Let's see what Preston Vance. Okay. Yeah. I know you've seen him before. (laughs) I know you'd seen him before. I'm going to ask the dumb. I'm going to ask the dumb guy question here. Yeah. Did you expect him to be uglier when the mask came off? I kind of thought this guy's going to look like a monster and it's like, he's He's just a little dude, you know? Yeah. He's just a dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why did we have to have the mask on him the whole time? I would I could not imagine how uncomfortable it is wrestling in a mask. Oh, especially like those I've masks. Worn a lo- yeah. I've worn a lot of, of Lucha masks, uh-huh. old Mr. Wrestling 2 masks. They're always miserable. I yeah. can't see out of them. I'm hot and sweaty. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually hot and sweaty anyway, so that might not <laughs> have been just the adds mask. to it. Yeah. Yeah, it just adds to it. Yeah, I know. He uh, he looks like a like Texas University Big 12 yeah athlete you know like it looks like he's just graduated yeah and he was just trying to walk on for the right. dallas cowboys or something um so uh not only did we get the introduction of action andretti yeah we also got the introduction of exodus prime Ex- <laughs> who i believe replaced optimus prime in the transformers movie after optimus died i think he was like a winnebago that was Rodimus Prime. My bad. Rodimus my bad. That was okay. Rodimus Prime. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I, I was trying to. I'm assuming Exodus is in the in Prime. He's in the Prime lineage. He is. Yeah. Much like Andretti yeah. is in the uh, of the uh, racing family of the racing Andrettis. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Which there's got to be some sort of transformer tie-in where we find out the Andrettis were winning because they had a transformer and not like a true formula car. I saw a video recently, apparently in the last Transformers movie, they did a montage showing a like Transformers like fighting during the Civil War and working with Albert Einstein and all this. Oh, wow. It might have slipped that in. I did not see this. I've long since given up on Transformers. I do need to see Bumblebee, though. Um, So yet again, Wardlow seemed ice cold. He did not seem hot at all. Yeah. They, they, after, look, everybody knows after the action Andretti thing, like Exodus Prime isn't doing, is doing neither jack nor shit, um, which is what he did. And it's all building to this, this Joe match that I hope happens soon. Well, it's going to happen December 28th, very soon. December 28th. That's right. Yes. So decreed. Holiday, holiday bash. The holiday. Exactly right. Yeah. I think so. Smash. Holiday smash. Holiday smash. Holiday bash. Yeah. 
it's going to be a, it's going to be a holiday. Right. That that's what we know right now. Um, I'm I'm kind of excited for whatever reason. Like with my injury, I'm not having like a very Christmassy time right yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm really excited for the wrestling coming up. I'm really excited for January 11th. I'm really excited for Holiday Smash. Mm-hmm. It's something to look forward to, something to get excited about that is not a medical thing. Right. So I'm <laughs> super not I'm causing really, great like, pain. <laughs> yes, it's not causing like blackout level pain. Um, and it's really good to have something to distract you, something to look forward to. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm really liking, like, even though Wardlow's not hot right now, I really want to see Wardlow versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And I really wish they didn't pour like a, an Olympic swimming pool of ice water on Wardlow. Yeah. Right after he beats yeah. MJF. That was the biggest shame. Yeah, it was. And one of the biggest mistakes they've made. Yeah, truly. All right. Let's see. Orange. I, I like the I liked. Of course, I like the best friends match. I love the best friends. I really love the addition of Dustin Rhodes. And that crew. <laughs> Dustin's always great. Um, yeah. But I understand he can't wrestle every week. It probably takes him three months to heal back right, up. Right. Because he's now been in the business for five decades. I believe he said that, too. He did a post-match promo. Uh, it's like he if said he got, 34 if he was a month. Yeah. If he was a month into one decade and a month yeah. into another 34 years and five decades is what he said man. to the crowd. I, I hate that when he debuted back in the day and I believe he was teaming with Barry Windham for a while. Mm-hmm. I really liked I loved that tag team, but I still thought he's only here because of his dad. Yeah. And I hated. And let me t- listen. I'm a dummy. I'm a big fat guy from Louisiana. Okay. I don't know what's going on. And I remember back in the day, I was so angry at Dustin Rhodes. And you know why I was angry with him? Because hmm. he didn't have the decency to be fat like his dad. <laughs> I wanted a fat Rhodes. Yeah. I love my fat Rhodes. <laughs> and and he had the gall to come in with just, just yeah. lanky as can lanky. Like a bean pole. Right. And his... Uh, so... And his jacket. I, I remember not liking him because his ring jacket, like you could buy at the mall. Yeah, like I remember seeing he yes. had like this. He had like this American kind of faux leather jacket, and it's like you can get it like an Express for Men or something. Yeah, this man is the grandson of a plumber. Right, this thing should be custom made. He should go to the same factory that built and produced Ric Flair. Right, that's where he should be getting his clothes, or just go like He's red satin, off the rack. satin baseball jacket, like with the stitched letters yeah. or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Something like Arn Anderson would have worn that white and red, you know? Right, right. The white with the red. Yeah. That's that would have looked. I think he did have something like that at one point. Might yeah. be I'm thinking of it. But um, I love that. I love that Dustin is still kind of in the gold dust type gear. Yeah. But he's made it his own. Right. And he's, he's embodied Dustin Rhodes for this last run. Yeah. Which I've just really, really enjoyed. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What, they call him the natural. That's how they introduce him. Yeah, yeah. Call, well, they call him the natural. Is that what he says? <laughs> Do you think Trent Seven needs to be an AEW? No. Do you think he's bringing anything? No. I don't think no. he is. He's bringing a luscious I, head of hair, and that's he, about he, it. he really is. That's an amazing head of hair. Um, now he had the decency to come in 
with a little more of a Dusty Rhodes body than I expected. <laughs> it's true. First, that it's we true. saw during a few moves. Yeah. And I feel like I can talk about these things because I myself am fatter than any one of these men. Fatter than Samoa Joe. Fattest man in professional wrestling. <laughs> you want to buy the shirt, head to head to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Peppermint Fatty. I'm sure there's a deal going on right now. But yeah, I, that, I feel like I can body shame when my body's worse than any of the men I'm talking about. But legitimately, I like him as a wrestler, but I don't think he fits. I don't think he adds anything yeah. other than the one bit of greatness you definitely Ugh. can get out of him. Yes. The, the battle of who is the real Trent. That was amazing. Between Trent so, Seven and Trent Red. So great. Could you hear yes. it in the arena? Oh. When he's like, Trent's like, I'm, yes. I'm Trent. I'm the real Trent, yeah. I'm the and real And then when Trent. they started... And then they started doing the let's go Trent chant. And then <laughs> and then whenever they were chopping each other, they would instead of saying yay boo, they would say Trent, 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 Trent. That's so great. Oh, so great. Trent. Yeah. Oh, by was. the way, we got we got one Ocho chant in yep. the action Andretti match. And I was we did. I was the so thing. excited when when I realized it was coming, I yeah. I, I popped. But yeah, the like thing. I thought Sorry, I thought Rampage <laughs> This was a really good rampage. We got Britt Baker in a match against it someone solid, we know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, starting out with Sammy Guevara in a really good match mm-hmm. against John Moxley. And look, this we got Wardlow crushing a man. We got to see Jade Cargill. And frankly, like I love I really liked this best friends match because it was fun. It was just a and fun. It was still it was a, a good way wrestling to end the match. week. It was a fun way to end yeah. the week. And, exactly. Um, I thought it was a great way to do it. And you know, and it was goofy. I mean, it would look, it was totally goofy. It was goofy. But, but it but it had the They were arguing the yeah. fact that in storyline, Trent Beretta was angry yeah. that someone else would show up and claim to be Trent. Yeah. So angry he it, it deserves a fight. Right. And these two men battled right. over who was the real Trent. Just <laughs> Just imagine if Hangman had named his son Trent. How bad this could have gotten. <laughs> that he couldn't remember his son's name, and then he remembered that it was Trent. Oh, my God. Then they would have had to battle a baby. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awkward on tele- national television. That would have been really awkward. Yeah, that would have been way yeah. worse than the negative one thing. Unf- unfortunately, I think they did about the same ratings. I think it was 465,000. But I truly believe but it was up. They it was made up a they, they bit. yeah okay they they hyped this up enough that I bet a lot. Listen, nobody's watching this show live. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching this show, you're probably much watching it on the DVR. Yeah, I have a feeling this probably ended up doing six hundred thousand or something like that, maybe more. Yeah, because like look, it's a John Moxley match. Right, it's Britt Baker's a star. John's a star. Um, and they're doing think, a better job. Of, ref- they're doing a better job of of giving you reasons to tune in on Friday. You yes, know, like hey, they did a good job. Hey, of Paige, it. I'll be there. You know, like come see me. I just, I just don't understand the idea of having two shows and deciding one is going to be a B show. You know, yeah, right. SmackDown and Raw forever. Mm-hmm. They're both A shows, but WCW did that back in the day as well when they made Thunder like a C show. Right. It was a C and there was only two shows. Yeah. Um, And for a long time now, it's felt a little like thunder and that you get familiar faces fighting nobodies. Mm-hmm. And now we got people actually fighting real challengers. Yeah. And that's all I want. I want, I want to see the stars wrestle yeah. 
And that's the whole point of having TV shows. Yeah. Showing people the stars they want to see wrestle good matches. Right. And uh, I'm hoping we're going that direction. We'll see. They did a good job of it, though. Yeah, they did. And and, uh, and just the whole the whole week. I mean, I think I gave even if you look at Elevation this week, it did a good job of presenting. Like Jimmy and I were driving home and um, we were trying to think of like, who did we not see? Yeah. And it was only a couple of people like Darby and Sting and, yeah. you know, a couple of people. But it was like, a, you know, a night of wrestling, you saw all the stars, you know, and who yeah. knows what it's going to be, how they're going to do this get... when they start taping this honor club show. And, yeah. you know, they might make Rampage separate tapings, you know. Yeah. Um, did we did we get a did we get Brian Danielson chasing MJF? Yes. Yes. We didn't even mention. Okay, so that. we even saw Brian Danielson. Yeah. Yeah. Chased You're him right. Out. Like we saw most everybody. Yeah. And, and so you got to see it, like, even though you didn't get to see Claude, like Claudio and Yuta didn't do anything other than like cut a promo with Moxley. Yeah. But yeah. they came out and wrestled on the YouTube taping, you know, so you got to see their squash match, you know, and I think that's the good balance is you, you kind of cycle these people through, you know, like you kind of have four stations you can be at any time, which is you're either main dynamite program you're in rampage and, or you're doing a YouTube taping. That's more of like an exhibition and a promo or something, or you're yeah. off. And, um, any given week, they're giving you four, like really solid, awesome matches, you know, that are like yeah. really good matchups. And one of them is the rampage main event. And you've got your kickoff show, your top of the hour show and your main event on damn dynamite. And to me, if they cycle through that, they can hit a really good rhythm. Yeah. Uh, and right now they're at a good point with storylines. Like we have a lot of yeah. compelling storylines moving forward. And that's something that a lot of times we don't get. We just get random matches. It feels like Tony, it feels like Tony Khan. Now he's still got his tendencies, but like, it feels like he got his legs under him again after all the chaos of the last several months. I hope so. And then I want, this is something I don't think we mentioned here. So Tony Khan was dealing with an incredible amount of work stress in AEW, dealing with this insane CM Punk situation. Yep. At the same time, he is running one of the worst football teams, <laughs> maybe in the history of humanity. Yep. And then you, we find out his mother almost died. Yes. During all this. Right. And had to his have his mother was in the hospital. Care. Right. He had every right to have some shitty shows. Yeah. He like he came by the that honestly. Yeah. And I, I like and I, once I heard about his mom, mm -hmm. I'm like, this man needs a little bit of a pass. Now yeah. he shouldn't be in a situation where he's running everything. Right. To where it that something it, like yeah. that can throw you exactly. off. Exactly. He should be able to take but, six weeks off, and it's still yes, yes. But he is not in that situation, and this was a really hard time to be Tony Khan. Yeah. So I want to give him like publicly. A little bit of a pass for yeah. some of that. Like he was dealing with a lot. Right. <laughs> so much. Man, I'm okay. I'm 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 not excited for FTR versus the guns, but I like that FTR has a purpose right now, and that's to beat uh yeah. to beat some dumb asses. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm excited about that. I think it's gonna uh -huh. be good for them because I think they're at the phase where their storyline is coming to an end of this multi-belt yeah. thing. They, they went to the top. They didn't make it Yeah, on the, all right over the precipice of not winning the, the fourth belts. They then lose 
the feud to the Briscoes. I, and now they're probably going to drop. They're probably going to drop all the titles now. Yeah. So I like that they have because a program that they can win. Are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that they can. They can hopefully they'll win this match with FTR. And uh, I who knows? really, I really hope they're not gone after this in March or April when their contracts are up. I really, but I, if they stay, they need to do more with them. Clearly. Yeah. Um, and they do need a little focus. Also, yeah. I took a little steam out of my own sales about sales about five minutes ago, Kevin. Okay. When I decided to look to see how far it is from here in Albuquerque to Broomfield, Colorado. Yeah. I discover it's a seven hour drive. Yeah. That's a three hour drive to me is nothing. When you start getting around five in my old age. Right. It gets significant when I, oh my God, back in the day I was driving 18 hours a day without blinking. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you. I lived in a small town in Louisiana for years, mm-hmm. years, two or three hours from everywhere. But Kevin, three hours from New Orleans, three hours from Houston, six mm-hmm. hours from Dallas. I could see a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Albuquerque is like seven or eight hours from everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. At every like Phoenix, I think, is yeah. the closest. You can get to like and Amarillo. Over- <laughs> yeah. Like, really, when I'm looking at AEW, my options are seven hours to Colorado, Uh Phoenix, which I believe is six hours, or El Paso, which might be closer than any of them. Yeah. And I know they're going to El Which which would... uh, It's probably one of the reasons they aren't making it to... um, uh, Albuquerque is because he seems like they only want to go where they can kind of camp the trucks out and hit three or four towns in the area. No, but I, so right now, Kevin, like I have the money, I kind of have the time. I have a lot of vacation days and I think, I think El Paso is my best bet. El Paso is four and a half hours. That's not a bad drive, but I think that's coming up like next week and I didn't realize it, but either way, I'm hoping I get to go see some shows soon. I'm really excited. You've gotten to go to some really good shows. With really classic matches. Yeah, I've gotten my and fix for I a while. Absolutely love, yeah, I absolutely love hearing your your take on, on, on AEW live events. I really like hearing it from somebody who was actually there, especially with a hot crowd. Yeah. But um, our time is just about up. Any uh, Anything special coming up this week in your life, Kevin, other than Christmas? Chris, Christmas. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. I'm, I'm still trying to get my cards out, much yeah. less get presents to everybody. Um, yeah, but so listen from me, from Kevin Ely. Wait, are we, is this our last show before Christmas? Yeah. Let, if we tape next Monday, we'll, yeah, it'll be the day after it Christmas. It'll be after. Yeah. Well, from me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and we hope to see you all back here again next Tuesday. Have a good one, everybody.